Hello, everyone, and welcome to Suplexes, our weekly wrestling podcast. This week on the pod, we talk Elimination Chamber, No Surrender, Cody Rhodes. Plus, we review everything that happened this week in professional wrestling from Monday Night Raw to Impact with everything in between, including NXT, AEW, MLW, New Japan, NWA, and more. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Now let's get the show on the road. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. It is Saturday morning, and that means it's time to suplex some fools. I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, my brother, Nathan. Oh, Cody, where are you? Uh, if you listened last week, we had a big discussion about Cody Rhodes. Um, we also talked, we did our predictions for No Surrender and Elimination Chamber. We'll get on to all of that. But let's start, as we always do, with last week's SmackDown and Rampage. And SmackDown sucked a big nut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this show was taped um, the week before, so this was very, very terrible. Um, yeah, they're not good when they're not live. WWE shows, they uh, it's like they forgot how to do tape shows. Yeah, they just phoned it in, and no one cares. Um, we had the contract signing between Rousey and Naomi. Um, they had to do a lot of editing in this thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, where Rousey agreed to wrestle with one hand tied behind her back. Let's put the worst person in the match with an arm tied behind her back. That's gonna work well. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah, uh, it was that Rick, that, that stipulation was kind of stupid. Uh, Ricochet defeated Sheamus, and then after the match, Sheamus shoved Ridge Hall into the mat. So they may be already breaking them up. Wonderful. Rock on. Great to see Ricochet get a win. I mean, it probably won't lead to anything, but you know, he'll lose his next match probably. Yeah, Ridge Holland will probably be the next Cesaro. Yeah. Um, Ivar and Jay Uso had a match with Ivar winning by disqualification um, as Jimmy Uso dropped, jumped in. Man, these, I don't know how to book these two games, do they? Again, we'll talk about that head on uh, about Demolition Chamber 2. <laughs> um, Drew McIntyre cut a promo, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the main event. Well, the main match, the Intercontinental title match, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. This match was spoiled by WWE before this even happened. So there was no point to watch this show. Um, this was a decent match uh, between these two. And Zayn ends up winning the title with a roll-up, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, 
So Shinsuke, Sami Zayn is once again Intercontinental Champion. That was Shinsuke Nakamura's four, first defense of the title, I'm pretty sure, or second defense of the title. He, he He's had that title for like six months and has never defended the damn thing. So is Shinsuke still not fully recovered because this match was short? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think... I have a feeling he's probably still not recovered, which is not good, Ryan, because, you know, SmackDown uh, doesn't have a lot of wrestlers on it, in case people have noticed. Um, And Shinsuke would probably be one of the few guys if they pushed him, right? He could be uh, maybe a contender for Roman Reigns, but if he's still injured, that ain't going to happen. Well, uh, we can get into that. A A former contender for Roman Reigns. Uh, is gone from the WWE uh, SmackDown, former SmackDown superstar Cesaro has uh, reportedly left WWE. Um, He was not fired. He was not released. His contract is up. Um, So technically, he could be on Rampage tonight. Technically. Now, there are some details that have come. Yeah. There are some details that have come out on this. Uh, There's details that uh, Cesaro has said that he never wanted to leave WWE, and he didn't really intend on leaving WWE. So that makes me think yeah, he might resign. We could we could have a Drew Gulak situation where he just ends up resigning a little bit later. Well, the the I the reports are saying that he he the reason he didn't sign the contract is he was unhappy with the amount they offered him, um, and that re- his recent booking has kind of led him to maybe think of other options. Well, that's all very understandable. So, if to me, that's why I thought he would leave. But he sounds like he's – I mean, you got to think, though. He's got to look at the landscape here. You know, AEW is really not an option because there's just too many yeah, people. Yeah, there's too many. And, I mean, yeah, he could go to Impact, but there's already, you know, uh, Alexander there who is kind of his character, you know, unless he reinvents himself. And, you know, there's already guys like him in MLW. And, I mean, yeah, he could go to New Japan and probably do some cool stuff there. But other than that, yeah, he might they, as well just stay in WWE. I mean, I mean, yeah, because everyone goes, oh, he needs to go to AEW and, do, and wrestle on YouTube. Because, let's face it, they, their roster's already bloated. And if you bring in Cesaro too, what the fuck are you going to do with them? They don't have time to push the people that they that, to use the people they currently have on the roster. Yeah. You keep bringing in all these people. That's fine. They're going to get money, but they're going to be in the same situation they were in on WWE where they're not being used at all anyway. So my, yeah, might as well just stay in WWE at this point. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting to see where, like I said, it sounds, he's not leaving on bad terms right now. He's not bad mouthing the company. He's not. So there's a chance that he could end up just resigning. Um, they just right. couldn't come to an agreement before it ended. I guess he signed an extension last year, and it was only a year extension, I'm assuming, because it was around this time last year when he resigned, right before May. Right. So it would probably be a year extension he signed last year. So, um, so yeah, there's another name potentially could go out there and do something. Um, ROH is coming back. They might need a big-name tag team to show up. 
Yeah, it would be really cool to see uh, him and Chris Hero team back up for at least, at least just for like a one match, you know, one one time only. Just let them be the kings of pro wrestling again. See what happens. I guess maybe the Briscoes. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the main event uh, of SmackDown was Roman Reigns yeah. and Goldberg had a discussion. This was absolutely terrible. Neither one cared. The crowd didn't care. This didn't matter. All right, that was SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. SmackDown yeah. sucked, dude. Yeah, there are tape shows I don't even care about. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, on to yeah. Rampage. Yeah, let's go to Rampage. Uh, since we're going to talk AEW, though, before we talk about Rampage, uh, we got some Empower, some uh, AEW news. Uh, a new signee, right? Another new signee. It continues. It continues. Uh, they signed uh, Shane Swerve Strickland. You may remember him as Isaiah Swerve Scott if you're a WWE fan. Um, yeah. This is another one that, again, I don't know what they can do with him and where he fits in in this roster. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love seeing these guys get work, but if it's just going to be YouTube work, they could go work for MLW at that point. It's the same thing. Yeah, or NWA. Yeah. It, again, and I, I don't like... I don't like to compare them to WCW, but those are the best comparison I can do. And WCW did the same thing where it just signed up everybody and they just had people getting paid sitting at home, which leads me to another point where apparently Tony Khan has picked up the option on Brian Cage's contract, who hasn't been used in eight months. It's been eight months, it's been four months, but it feels like eight months. Why would you renew his contract? Unless he has something big planned for him, which <clears throat> I don't see, because he hasn't used him now, why would he start using him randomly? I, yeah, I don't get this one. This is this is just like Vince not wanting all we out of a contract. It's just keeping someone under contract when you have no plans for him. It, yeah, in the same it, situation. And, uh, Cage Cage uh, posted on Twitter that he was surprised by it too. I guess he you know he figured that they were just gonna let him go, let him I mean, walk. I mean, Cage has just been doing independent shows. That's all he's been doing. So he doesn't, he's not even showing up. He doesn't even like go to the shows anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's Very weird. crazy that they would pick him up. Yeah. Him. Uh, so since we're sticking with news for just a second, uh, we have no news, Ryan, on Cody Rhodes. Where is he at? What's going on? I feel like WWE kind of dropped the ball there to yeah. uh, bring him in pretty quick and uh, make a big, you know, big deal out of it. I, I got a, I got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling that he is going to sign with WWE and it's going to be a flat, no, no, uh, you know, no big push. He's just going to be there and hover around the upper mid card yeah um uh, it, it, it's kind of crazy yeah it, it's it's weird to not ha there's been no new news uh regarding the situation um like there was all the talk that he was gonna you know do all this and then now we haven't heard a thing in a week 
it's been like a week and we haven't heard a single thing, any new news reports. So I don't know if they're just holding off or maybe they couldn't come to an agreement because maybe Cody does feel like he deserves, you know, $8 million or some shit. Who knows? Yeah, that or maybe maybe they told him what they had planned and maybe it's not what he wants. I don't know. I don't see him going in and being like, I want to be the top guy. I want to. I don't think he would do that. But he don't want to go back to being stardust or, or, you know, go back to, you know, teaming with somebody like he did with Sandow. He, he wants to. He wants something. Yeah. You know, he wants he wants a little bit bigger push probably than what he did the last time. So, if WWE's not willing to do that, or maybe this is WWE going. See, we don't see AEW as a threat. We're gonna we're gonna act like we're gonna sign Cody Rhodes, and then we're gonna be like, ah, maybe not, because we don't think those AEW guys are. I don't know. It's hard telling what's going well, on with WWE. And the thing with Vince, and you know, we all <clears throat> Vince has an ego, as we all know. We've seen it now with NXT. He wouldn't push WCW. We've seen it with his own. Yeah, we've seen it with his own son-in-law. And so I don't. <laughs> I don't know how dece- how how receptive he would be to push a guy that is fresh off of AEW that was a yeah. EVP on that company. I just don't know how quick he, he's going to be to do that. I, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, how. and that might be that might be the sticking point too. You know, maybe that's what it was. Maybe. He told Cody, hey, I could do this for you. We can do, you know, and then Cody was like, well. <laughs> I mean, they all are back they, here I come. They keep teasing him. Um, Miz and Edge both teased him uh, on Raw. Um, they so did. They're doing teases, which is a WWE thing to do when they are going to bring somebody in. Yeah, because so, usually, you know, Vince McMahon always says, don't tease something unless you are going to do it. Yeah. So I I I think he's gonna come in. It just might be held off till after Mania or right. I don't know. Who knows? Well, if it's gonna be for Mania, yeah, he's gonna show they up. They only soon. got like they only got like four or five weeks left. Well, and, that, so. and that's the thing. If 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 the rumors, a Mania is crazy because they have like what three matches announced? Four? Yeah, something like that. And. It's like if they're gonna do this whole Austin coming back wrestling Owens, when is that gonna? They gotta eventually have him come out. Yeah, you gotta build this shit up. It's crazy. This mania is gonna be like a two week build. Yeah, that's WWE for you nowadays. Yeah. All right, so let's get back on track here and go. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Rampage. Our first match was ten versus. Adam Cole, 10 made Adam Cole look like a fucking little kid in this. Oh, my God. Why would you put Adam Cole, who's your number one contender, why would you put him in a match with 10 where he looks so tiny? This was not a this was this was your basic AEW match where the big star should have been in control most of the match and the other guy got way too much offense in and it went too long. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole won. Of course he did. And he had to hit him with a low blow because they still they couldn't even have him win clean over 10. What's so special? 10 looks big, but he's not that good. No, he's not. Special with this guy. Why they had to keep him strong. 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's um, and then we had Powerhouse Hawes versus Dante Martin, another match that was okay. Um, so I liked the, it. I liked it. I thought I thought Martin was gonna win this thing because I was like, there's no way that they're gonna have Keith Lee, Wardlow, and Hobbs all in the ladder match. I was like, there's no way Dante Martin fits a ladder match. He's a high flyer. He'd probably do something stupid and crazy in that match. So I was like, well, that's good to see the good good to see Hobbs, but he's losing. But no, uh, Hobbs kind of dominated this match, honestly. Um, yeah, so there you go, Ryan. They surprised you on two fronts. Uh, they had a dominant match. And they had a guy win that you weren't expecting. Dante Martin did a fly drive to the outside and completely missed it. Uh, but Hobbs still sold it. Um, this, Shouldn't have sold it. Yeah, Shouldn't uh, have sold it. He did a miss. Like Dante Martin is really, he's got potential, but he's still so green. And God damn it, cat. Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Knocked over like three of my game systems. Um, God, <laughs> Jesus. Um, Dante Martin is so <laughs> so green that he 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 has a hard time putting a match together. Like he's got highlights, but him doing a match is is rough. But yeah, I'm glad Hobbs won. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to see. I like to see him in this match. Um, but three big men in a ladder match seems kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, might be a little too much. Uh, we had Serena Deeb's five-minute challenge. She won. <laughs> I don't know what to say about these things. Yeah. Apparently, we're getting another one uh, tonight. Or, well, tonight when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. For this week, was a rampage. Apparently, she's doing another one. So, so this is going to lead to something, right? Eventually, yeah, someone's going to beat her. You know, AEW usually does what, you know, wrestling fans expect sometimes. And usually, when... You know, other companies, you never know if they will do this because they're weird. But AEW will probably, this will probably lead to somebody debuting. That's what I'm Who thinking. Who it's going to be? I don't know. Tony Storm. Last time we talked about this, we said maybe Ember Moon, but. Tony Storm. That would, that would be crazy. I don't know. I don't know if she's allowed to, though. Not yet. I don't know when when her contract would be up, or when her ninety days. Probably not for a year. I don't She's even know. Sit at home. Yeah, I don't even know if her contract. Like, did they eventually release her, or did they just say fuck it, we're gonna keep you under contract? I don't they know what happened. Her, they haven't released her yet, so I haven't heard. So I assume she's still technically under she's a WWE contract. Sitting at home like Mustafa Ali. Well, yeah, well, then this 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 thing can go on for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then our main event, Jay White made his AEW debut against Trent Beretta. It was another typical AEW match where the other, the younger, the the lower underneath, the underneath guy got way too much offense in again. This was just back and forth, and it was okay. The ending was insane. Um, fucking Beretta hits a pile driver, couldn't get the pin, and then Jay White just gets right back up and hits him with his moving wins. It, like, I don't know. It was okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Jay White's okay. I don't know. I, I it's, it's it was good, but I just don't like it when you have this huge debut and they struggle with a guy they should clearly beat. You know? 
I get that they want to have good matches. Trent Barrett is pretty good, though. Yeah, but he's not a main eventer. Oh, it was all right. He Again, could, he, he could he could be a upper mid card guy if they'd let him. They just don't really let him. Beretta went for a dive in this match and missed two. So you know, that's a theme throughout AEW. <laughs> yeah, We're just diving everywhere and missing. <laughs> um, it was a decent match. Uh, I don't know where they what, what they do with Jay White up like full because now he's also an impact. So I don't know what they actually are going to do with him or if this was just like if it's not going to be a full-time thing i don't know i don't know what they're going to do here yeah all right ryan uh we haven't talked about this in a while see if you can look this up real quick ryan uh new japan strong what's been going on on that show you know what i knew i somehow knew you're gonna ask that i have the page up right here all right um so They've been doing uh Jay we uh Jay White's been on this show as well. So Jay White wrestled on uh three shows this week. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um this was a US of J open challenge, uh New Japan Strong. The new beginning is what this is called, 2022. Um they're in Seattle this week. Um they start off with the Midnight Heat, Eddie Pearl and Ricky Gibson. Taking on Kevin Knight and the DKC um, with uh, the Midnight Heat getting the win. Hmm. They are the current Defy Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Oh, uh, yo, that's that's a are the, that that company is based out of Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, Defy or it's Defy. a Northwest thing. Yeah, it's a Pacific gotcha. Northwest. Uh, um, also, Fred Roser was in action on this show. Um, he defeated Gabriel Kidd. Uh, this was supposed to be a very, very good match. I need to start watching this show again, I guess. Uh, yeah. But they said this match was very, very good. Um, Fred Rozier got the win. And then your main event, the USFJ Open Challenge. Jay White came out, and uh, he was, you know, he, he wanted a mystery opponent, and out came Jay Weasel. So we had Jay versus Jay in this match. I'm going to assume a guy named Jay got the win. Um, you know, I wonder if, uh, you know, Tony Khan in AEW, I wonder if, you know, he wanted his wrestlers, because you know how Vince McMahon says yeah. his wrestlers are employees, but he doesn't treat them like employees. I wonder if Tony Khan purposely lets them go out and do all these because every one of these guys do all these independent shows except for the yeah, young bucks and kenny yeah yeah except for young bucks and kenny but so well kenny you know wrestles did triple a shows too though, yeah that's so. true he did impact too so but uh but yeah it's just it's weird because like you know I, you're not used to seeing that but almost all of them do it so yeah that must be a thing he treats them like independent contractors which is what they should be. Um, obviously, Jay White won this match. So this was his second US of J Open Challenge Series. He is now two and zero. Oh. I don't know if this is leading to something either or what. I don't know. We got two different, like two and two different companies had these open challenges happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he basically won the match and then basically said that he would he he will take on any free agent out there. Um, so there you go. 
talk that's that's your new japan strong i have to start watching this show again i'll actually, I'll actually watch it next week and be able to um and then while we're at it let's do nxt level up the debut of this show yeah this is the only time we're going to talk about this show um the show started off with harlan defeated javier bernal bernal uh, um ivy nile and tatum paxley Defeated Fallon Henley and Kayla Inlay. Wow. Those and, are some names. I, I'm telling you right now, none of those sound like wrestling names. Um, and then your main event, <laughs> uh, Idris and Nofi defeated Kushida. What? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. You had Kushida. You, ha- you had Kushida. <laughs> Lose on a show called Level Up. Yeah, because Idris leveled up. Oh my god! There you go. That that was your level up um, update. <laughs> one Somebody and only. Somebody's get Kushida out of out of WWE. That was probably oh your one. In, that was probably your one and only time we will ever mention Level Up on this show. <laughs> Maybe oh, who knows? Bad. I might watch Kushida it tonight. Lost on there. I'm never. I'm never watching it. Fucking Kushida lost on freaking level up. <laughs> God almighty. All right, let's go to Elimination Chamber, Ryan. All right. We watched this. We watched this. We actually watched No Surrender, too. Um, so this was Elimination Chamber for the first time ever. They hyped this up as being outside of the United States. And, oh, boy, was this a show. Uh, we did predictions for this. I will... Go through that as we go. Um, we start off with the pre-show. Again, WWE has gotten into this habit of not announcing. Because we usually don't do pre-show matches on our predictions. We didn't do it for Impact. Um, but WWE has a habit of not announcing what pre- match is going to be the pre-show. So we just went with every match listed. Not knowing who was going to be on the pre-show match. Um, and the pre-show match was Ray versus Miz, which again we had no idea was happening. So we did predict this one. Um, again, if WWE would say the matches that are on the pre-show, we wouldn't have this confusion. But I went for the Miz. Nathan went for Ray. I put six points on the line. Nathan put nine, and Ray Mysterio getting the win, giving Nathan an early advantage. Now, if you don't remember how we do this, uh, the predictions we do. Uh, we put a point total attached to the match. The points are every match is one point every match that we did. So we did 17 matches between the two shows. So then we started the match off to show off with this long, long intro for everything going on and the long basically ad for Saudi Arabia. It was 17 minutes into the show before Roman Reigns and Goldberg match actually started. And then the match only went six minutes. <laughs> um, Goldberg yeah, hit him with was your typical, typical Goldberg match. Uh, Goldberg hit him with a spear. Um, yeah. He got, he went for the jackhammer, got countered into the rock bottom. Roman Reigns hit him with the Superman punch. Goldberg hit him with the spear again. Roman Reigns locked in the submission, and it was over. Yeah, that was pretty much the whole match that happened. Um, and we both went for Reigns in this one, clearly. Uh, so there you go. 
The third match was the Elimination Chamber for the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 38. Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, Alexa Bliss, and Bianca Belair. Um, uh, we had Liv and Nikki A.S.H. start the match. Um, Dewdrop was next, then Rhea came in. Um, there was there was a lot of leather in this match. Yeah, so if you if you know Saudi Arabia, you know these matches, they all have to be fully covered up. Um, and a lot of women went for leather. Rhea had leather, Liv had leather. Um, yeah, this it, it was this was whatever. Um in the final two were Alexa and Bianca. Um, with Bianca Belair ended up winning this match. So Bianca is getting her rematch yeah, so at WrestleMania. Let's talk about Alexa for a second. We had all these vignettes, if you want to call them that. I don't know what you want to call them. And they're all supposed to be this doctor curing her, right? Yep. Yep. So then he gives her a doll at the end of it with the old stuffing put back into it and says, you're cured. Yep. But you have to keep this doll with you at all times. So what? How is that cured? So now she's just carrying the doll again. The same character she was. And she had a damn swing. In her pod. In her pod. (sighs) So I feel like they just wasted about four weeks of my life. She's been gone since SummerSlam. Yeah. And she comes back and is the exact same character she was. Yeah, I get why she was gone. She had nasal surgery and stuff, and I get that. Yeah. But but what the hell? Why would you have her, if, you, if you're teasing her to a big comeback, and you're doing these things saying she's cured, you think she's going to have a new, and then she comes back as the same character. Yeah. Fucking WWE. Um, yeah, so I don't know where they go now. I mean, what do you do with her now? Who knows? I don't know who had who had who in this match. Uh, I went for I went. This was my walk of the night. I had Belair winning this thing for seventeen points. Ooh, that came in clutch. Um, so yeah, I had Belair. You had Bliss, which were the final two. So oh, you had Bliss for three points. The next match: Naomi and Ronda Rousey with Ronda Rousey one hand tied behind her back versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya. They said tied behind her back, but it was right next to her the whole time. It started out behind her back, but it kind of got loose. See, Ronda decided to wear their full-on gi in this match, which was cool. I like that. Um, that's the only thing I liked about this match. <laughs> this was terrible. Sonya Deville has forgot how to wrestle. This was bad. Charlotte didn't think she, she wanted to be there. No, Charlotte didn't look like she wanted to be there at all. If If... Sonya Deville is going to wrestle Naomi at Mania, which is kind of where they've been leading up to this whole time. Good God, that match is going to suck. Yeah. Um, but Ronda basically beat both of them by herself. With one arm tied behind her back. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, Ronda made Sonya tap out in the end. I actually picked Ronda and Naomi, so I got five points there. All right. The next match was Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. The only thing of note here is that Madcap Moss is lucky. Madcap Moss is lucky to be alive. 
Holy shit. Yeah. So if you didn't see it, which I don't know how, if you're a wrestling fan, you had to see this. Drew McIntyre was going for a reverse Alabama slam. Yeah. And for some reason, Madcap tucked his chin and went neck first, like straight on his head, um, straight down with a lot of force behind it. And it looked terrible. Um, they didn't stop the match at all. I mean, they he just kept going. He actually went up and did a fucking superplex after this. Um, yeah, uh, they had a bunch of tests a couple days later. Yeah, say so he's good to Everybody, go. It says, says he's good to go. I, I, I don't skip neck day if you're a bad cop. Mouse, yeah, because apparently that saved his life. Apparently, I yeah, you don't, you don't, don't forget the neck. Um, this match was not good. That was the only memorable spot of this match. And it wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lou both went for McIntyre here. You had him for 12 and I had him for nine. The next matchup was Becky Lynch and Lita for the Raw Women's title. What did you think of Lita's in-ring return, Nathan? She did okay. It's not something I want to see again, but she did okay. Yeah. It was all right. Lita did do her moonsault. Becky Lynch did a moonsault, which I've never seen in my life. That was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. In the end, the, the, WWE did the same ending that in, that that is basically the same ending that AEW does a lot, where Lita hit her moonsault, Becky kicked out, and then Becky immediately hits her with her finishing move and wins. Like, no, it was... I don't like that. You just get with the finishing move and you just immediately, oh, I'm good. Hit me with the, you know? Yeah. It's, eh. But uh, yeah, so Becky Lynch wins there. Retains. So it'll be Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair at WrestleMania in a rematch from SummerSlam. See, it was all worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Pretty sure then- everybody wants to, pretty sure everybody wants to see Becky and Ronda, but you know. It's whatever. You know, Bianca's going to get her revenge. Um, Then we were supposed to have the Usos versus the Viking Raiders. This did not happen because apparently if you throw Eric onto Ivar, that means they can't wrestle anymore. <laughs> so yeah, they, they flew. They <laughs> flew the Usos and the Viking Raiders to fucking Saudi Arabia to not wrestle. Yeah. I no. mean, they did some little... They did some little charity work there, Ryan, and danced with some royals. royals. I what guess that's was something. The point. I I don't know. Why? I don't know why. I don't know why WWE. They do this shit all the time, and I don't understand it. You know, that's one thing AEW doesn't do is they don't promise something and then deliver something like this. Because why? What's it? What is the purpose of this? Like, oh. You never know what can happen to WWE. You might get gypped out of a match when you come to our shows. I mean, what if somebody really wanted to watch the Usos? I mean, what the fuck? I was actually kind of looking forward to this match. I thought it would be a decent match. But no points awarded there because it was a no contest. Yeah. Um. Then we had the main event, Elimination Chamber for the WWE title. Lashley defending against Styles, Theory, Riddle, Rollins, and Lesnar. Um. We found out after this match that Lashley was actually injured going into this match. He was injured at the Elimination Chamber because he decided to start taking German suplexes on his shoulder. 
And apparently at, I heard his shoulder Royal, doing after it. After Royal Rumble, you mean? Oh, the Royal Rumble, yeah. Um, apparently, you know, he took German suplexes to his shoulder and hurt his shoulder. <laughs> so <laughs> he's been yeah, injured. I th- well, I think, what, I think what happened is he hurt his other shoulder. Yeah. And so when it, on the first one, and so then he decided to start taking them on his uh, – yeah, he's lucky he didn't hurt himself even so worse. He's been injured this whole time. So we started off with Austin Theory and Rollins, who started this match off. Um, it, in the match, Rollins buckle-bombed Theory through the pod into Lashley's pod, which apparently, quote, knocked Lashley out and gave him a concussion even though he didn't hit him at all. Yeah. Uh, basically, everyone came in. Then La- Apparently, Lesnar, it was time for him to come in. They, they, they beamed Lashley's pod. Lesnar apparently legitimately said, fuck it, and broke through the glass in his pod and <laughs> went. That was apparently was not planned. That was apparently Lashley just doing what the fuck, or Lesnar doing what the fuck Lesnar wanted to do. <laughs> Oh my god. Um Lesnar came in. F five to Riddle. F five to Rollins. F five to Styles. We were down to Theory and Lesnar. Theory running away. Theory did good here. I, I, I thought Theory looked very well. Um in this, you know, he got eventually got taken out, but he good facial expressions. He he did good. Um he actually hit a low blow and a DDT on the Lesnar, almost got the win. And then Theory climbed to the top of the pod. Lesnar climbed up there in about five seconds. He is a fucking I Lesnar is a beast, dude. I he is not human. A man that size <laughs> should not have been able to climb that goddamn cage that quick. <laughs> um, he climbed up there, gave him an F5 off the top of the pod to win the title. So now we're doing champion versus champion, title for title at Mania. So what was the point of Lashley ever winning the championship? I mean, I get it. They had to have Lesnar win the Rumble to get there. I understand. Yeah. But yeah. this was a convoluted way of getting into this match. I mean, they really didn't. They really didn't have to have that happen. They could add Lesnar winning as the champion and win the Rumble. Like, why did he have to lose his belt? And then gain it back at the Elimination Chamber. Like, what the fuck? Why did he ever have to win it in the first place? They won it champion versus champion. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if they're going to end the brand split. Or so, if they're just going to keep, keep the brand split and have... Like, are we eventually going to combine the tag titles and the women's titles too? Well, what's here's the thing. Here? It's weird because they kept calling it title for title. They kept saying it's title for title. Uh, which, but in the recent SmackDown like commercials and stuff, they they've been calling it unification. So I don't know which way they're heading here. I don't know if it's going to be title for title, or if it's going to be. Isn't that the same thing? Well, unification would mean they're combining them. Title for title, winner take all, means double champion, like Lynch was. But unification would mean they're going to combine them and their one title would be gone. But title for title, winner, winner take all, is basically just 
one person would hold both titles and they'll both stay stiff. So, I don't know. Not going to lie. I'm kind of – the way WWE is right now with the limited roster that they got because they fired everybody. Uh the limited roster that they have, they might as well combine those belts. Well, and yeah, just have the champions go f- to both shows. I get that, but man, only having one women's title would be there's way too many women. They have you more have women now. Tag than team titles too. Oh yeah, they do. I haven't seen those things <laughs> on TV in about six months. It seems like <laughs> they never. Where where are they? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I almost forgot who the champions were because they never defend them. They're never on TV. I don't. They do have those titles, I guess, technically. So, yeah. So, that was Elimination Chamber. Not a good show. Usually, WWE puts on it, no matter how bad Raw and SmackDown are, usually their pay-per-views are good. But they've two, two in a row here that have been terrible. Yeah. Um, Royal Rumble was okay. Elimination Chamber was just terrible. Not not one match on this show that I, I was like, oh, it was a good match. I mean, Lita and Becky was was good. It was probably the best match. That, but the Rome, the, the Elimination Chamber matches were just eh. This was just not not good at all. Oh, Romania is a little better than this. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope. Um, uh, let's go to sacrifice, right? No surrender. <laughs> no surrender. My bad. Sacrifice is Sacrif- coming up. Yeah, sacrifice is coming up. Um, so they did have two pre-show matches. Like I was saying, we don't do pre-show matches usually, but again, WWE, we never know what their pre-show match is going to be, so we ended up predicting a pre-show match. Um, Trey Miguel defeated John Schuyler, and Havoc defeated Tennille Dashwood on the pre-show. We start off with a fatal four-way. Winner becomes number one contender for the X-Division Championship. Jake something, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Mike Bailey. You went for Austin. I went for Bailey. Uh, and we were both wrong. <laughs> uh, Jake something with a big one. This was a great match. Man, we were talking. We watched this. We said, man, the difference in the two pay-per-views because Elimination Chamber was, uh, and then they start off hot with this one. <laughs> this was, Yeah. Uh, this was this is a great match. Uh, yeah, Jake something ended up winning this match. So he is the new number one contender for the exhibition title. Awesome. Uh, the next match, <laughs> a match that we both said, why is this on pay-per-view? Jonah defeated Black Tarus. Uh, we both picked Jonah to win this one, clearly. Tarus lasted a lot longer in this match than I was expecting. Yeah, it went eight minutes, which was yeah surprising. Um, the next match, Jay White. Like I said, he wrestled three times in two days. <laughs> so a couple Crazy. of those shows had to be taped. <laughs> um, Jay White and Eric Young. We both went for Jay White, but I only went for three, and you went for 13 points. Big one on White. Jay White ended up getting the win. Technically, I think he he was on AEW Dynamite. He was on Impact. Mm -hmm. He was on Rampage. Mm -hmm. He was on New Japan Strong, and he was on this pay-per-view. Yep. All in the same week. Yeah. That's yeah. got to be close to a record. Um, and then we had the open challenge. Gianna Perrazzo, uh had an open challenge for either the ROH or the Triple A title. We did have some bonus points on the line. Uh, neither one of them came true. Uh, I went for Athena, a.k.a. Ember Moon. You thought it was Angelina Love. Ended up being Miranda Elise. Kind of disappointing just based on who it could have been. 
Um, right. It was a she good was the match. yeah she was the runner up. She was the person that Roxy defeated to become the women's champion uh, when they brought the women's championship back in that tournament. So I mean, it kind of made sense for her to come back and go for that ROH title. It's just if you didn't watch that tournament, yeah, I had no idea who she was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a good, decent match. Uh, Deanna Pro also ended up putting the ROH title on the line, and she ended up getting the win. I just realized we forgot a match to pick. What's that? We forgot the good brothers and the girls of destiny. Apparently, we didn't predict that match. Hmm. That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> then we had Matt Cardona defending the Impact Digital Media Championship against Jordan Grace. This was a good match until it ended by disqualification. Yeah. Um, Grace ended up hitting a low blow on Matt Cardona. And so Cardona, Cardona technically won this match and retained the title via disqualification. You had Cardona for 10. I had Cardona for 7. Then we had, speaking of that other match, we had the Impact World titles on the line. The Good Brothers defending against the Gorillas of Destiny. And, uh, well... Pretty crazy shit happened in this match. Yeah. Um. So during this match, Chris Bay came out and was distracting the referee for whatever reason. Um. And the Gorilla Destiny were confused because they're like, "What the hell? Like, why are you? You know." <laughs> and then uh, Jay White came back out, hit one of them. I don't remember which one with the sling blade or the hell he calls that thing. Yep. And uh, screwed him over. Good Brothers pick up the win, and then after the match, essentially, the Good Brothers are back in Bullet Club, and the Girls of Destiny were kicked out of Bullet Club on impact. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> Talk about a That's working insane. relationship. That's insane. The impact let this happen, or New Japan let this happen on an impact show. Yeah, that's, I mean, Girls of Destiny have been, okay. They were the so, was it Tonga Loa Tonga Thomas Tonga Tom, one of the founders? Yeah, Tama Tonga is one of the founders of Bullet Club. And but so are so is uh Anderson and Gallows, yeah. Anderson. 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 So yeah. I mean it's give give and take. But yeah, but but he's been in the Bullet Club the whole time. The whole time it's been a thing. So for him to get kicked out of Bullet Club on an impact show, what the f- like yeah. wow that's crazy i don't know where this heads because it's weird because new japan didn't have a weekly show technically other than strong so when will this be addressed by new japan who knows yeah but yeah i did not see that coming at all i completely had no idea this uh, that so i wonder where the girls of destiny go apparently i don't interesting does this mean though that the Good Brothers are going to come back to fucking AEW. Why would that mean that? Because Jay White goes there now, and if they're back with Jay White... I, you never know. I have no idea. Please, God, no. I can not I can only hand it on one show a week. I can't <laughs> do two. And then Doc Gallows just does the swing in the belt thing. It's just so annoying to me. <laughs> um, and then we had their knockouts title... Mickey James defending against Hasha Steels. Uh, we both picked Mickey James here, one point and two points. Um, this was a good match. 
Yeah, Mickey James has found the fountain of youth, apparently. Yeah. Um, ended up being, you know, Savannah Evans kept getting involved, and then uh, Chelsea Green came out to help Mickey James. This is leading to Chelsea Green versus Mickey James. I mean, it's clear that's where they're heading. Mm-hmm. Mickey James ended up getting the win and retaining the Impact Knockout title. But the question is, if they do that, though, who, if Chelsea Green beats her for that belt, how long is it going to be before Deanna Prazo gets that belt back? Because she's yeah. trying to be like Kenny Omega here. Yeah. Eventually, she's going to. You think she would get that belt back? I mean, she might not. She might not. Uh, they might do a thing where you know to keep her strong. They have her hold these two titles, and yeah, and she might not get the the other one back. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I I don't know. Impact's weird. They got so many women. They don't have a lot, but they have women and they could bring in anybody. I, I've heard a report that they have apparently some money that they could go out and get some people, but that hasn't happened yet. So, Yeah. Um, Hopefully they had, start running running some bigger arenas. and Yeah, this arena was Well, it's, it, I mean, I'm okay with it. I just want them to get bigger arenas so that way, you know, to entice – bigger names to come there you know because yeah i think that would be awesome to have three three because you know we always had we had two with with wwe and wcw then we had two with wwe and impact running for decent size arenas but we had, i don't know if we've ever had three no because yeah ecw never ran big arenas hardly ever so on a- so i would love to see impact get back to that level and then have three of them running. I mean, that'd be sweet. Okay. Um, then we had the world title match. Moose defending against Morrissey. And we both thought this was Morrissey's time. Yeah. Um, we, I went 14 points on this. You went four points. We were pretty confident that Morrissey was going to get the win. But uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Moose ends up beating Morrissey to retain the Impact World Championship. Yeah. I I mean, and then we'll see where this heads on Thursday's show. Oh, boy. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so who ended up winning this belt, Ryan? That, that belt that's right behind your head. Uh, we still have one more match, by the way. Before we oh, oh. We had the 10-man. Oh, yeah, we got the 10-man. We got the 10-man clusterfuck. Honor No More versus Team Impact. Apparently, Eddie Edwards was, quote, taken out before this show. Uh, so, Willie Mack joined Team Impact. Um, Honor No More gets the win after Eddie Edwards came back and turned his back on Team Impact. Like, obvious. I mean, this is, they've been, like, teasing that the entire time. Yeah. That was a case of, like I said, you know, sometimes wrestling writes itself. and Sometimes they it is they- okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it. It made good. It made sense. Instead of having some random dude do it, like Willie Mack or something, where it wouldn't make sense. It, it, I'm glad they did it to where it makes sense. Um. So the winner of the belt that's hanging behind me, and it's surprising because you you didn't think you did too well here. Um. But you ended up winning this thing, one fifteen to ninety four. 
Man. Because you almost queen swept through uh, Impact. You only missed two <laughs> matches. So actually, I only missed two matches too. You just had more. Yeah, we both we both did pretty good. I think the Morrissey the Morrissey match screwed you. Yeah, because I went fourteen points on it. If I yeah, everything else we kind of were even on, and I only had three points on Jay White, and you had thirteen points, which kind of put you over the top too. All right, you kind of got all the big ones right that you put points on, other than the Usos, and I didn't. That's kind of where it. Yeah. So yeah, Nathan, you are still the. In the predictions champion, I'll give this belt back to you. <laughs> well, might as well hold on to it because we got another big show just next week. Yeah, we got Revolution. Uh, we'll be doing predictions for Revolution next week. That should be interesting. Yeah. All right. So that is your weekend shows. Let's move on to Monday real quick. Let's run through this shit. Yeah. Um, Raw opened up with Brock Lesnar. Heyman came out. Um, and basically um, said that he's going to have to defend that title on some show at Madison Square Garden or something. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar did an impersonation of him. Yeah. All right. Um, the Alpha... Academy defeated the Street Profits in a non-title match. Tommaso Ciampa and Finn Bauer, who made his return to WWE, lost or beat um, Rude and Ziggler. Yep. Ciampa and Ziggler are currently feuding on NXT, if you don't know. That's why Ciampa was here. Um, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley had a match. Again, again for the, for the 500th time, Ripley won. Hopefully, this is over. We had Miz TV, where it was revealed that Logan Paul will be his tag team partner against the Mysterious. Damian Priest took on Shelton Benjamin, and Damian Priest won very quickly. Uh, Reggie wants a main event, a main event caliber contender, and then Finn Balor came out. Yeah, so maybe it'll be Finn and Damian at Rainier. Could be something. That'd be good. Well, um, that match is that match is happening next week, right? Oh, well, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Reggie came out with twenty four seven title and said he would give it back to Dana. Um, he kept kicking out uh, when she kept pinning him, so then she kissed him, and uh, that made him get pinned for the title. What the fuck? <laughs> that, was, that was some Vince Russo level shit right there oh my god and once again once again we have a guy named Reggie that had an accent when he came in and somehow has lost his accent Ryan yeah yeah, I I give up on WWE, Ryan. I can't do it. Um, Belair beat Dewdrop again. They've wrestled again for the fiftieth time as well. Um, and then the main event, we had RK Bro versus Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. If Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins win this match, they will be added to the World Tag the Raw Tag Title match next week. 
and make yeah. it a triple threat. Yeah, God forbid that we, uh, you know, build matches towards Mania. Instead, they, the ne- apparently we're building matches to show. next week. <laughs> I don't. What the fuck is going on? Uh, Rollins and Owens ended up getting the win here, so it'll be a triple threat match next week for the Hat Titles. It's like they have to keep doing these next week things because they can't. They don't know if Rhodes is going to sign. Well, they don't even know what they're doing for Mania, and it's in fucking a month. Yeah, it's like if 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 Raw if 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 Austin agrees to come back, then then they'll uh, have Kevin Owens lose this match, so he's not. You know, he'll. And it's like, God, just make a make a decision. I mean, shit. Jesus. I mean, this match was good, but yeah, yeah. Ah, Raw. Tuesday, (laughs) where we had NXT 2.0. This was the start of the women's Dusty Classic. Started off with Dolph Ziggler interrupting Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker was talking about his win over Santos, and he said that he was going to defend the title at Take Stand and Deliver on WrestleMania weekend at like two o'clock in the afternoon or something like shit like that on a Saturday. I think it's even earlier than that. I think the show starts at like 10 o'clock or some shit. Oh, my God. Um, then we had, it's the biggest show of the year for NXT is what they said. Yeah, and then we had LA Knight versus Grayson Waller. Um, and they, they wrestled, and yeah, Waller ended up good. winning with a roll-up. Of course. Motherfucker. Uh, they called night afterwards, knocked them both down, called himself last man standing. So I assume they're probably going to have last man standing match. I take it to stand and deliver. Yeah, that's what I want to see. In the first <laughs> round of the women's Dusty Classic, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray took on Lash Legend and Amari Miller. Lash Legend should not be in a wrestling ring yet. It's like watching. She looks lost the entire time she's out there. Yeah, she. it's like watching. Uh... Uh, one half of the of the Funkadactyls. Yeah, Cameron. It's, it's Cameron. It's like yeah. watching Cameron in the ring. It just she don't look like she knows what she's doing. Um, obviously Shirai and KLR one following the K KLR bomb and then a moonsault. Um, we had the dumbest video package I've ever seen with Corey Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. Jesus Christ! Oh man, that that looked like it should have been. Like a high school project uh, video. That's that, that's that's what it looked like. NXT 2.0 with the colors and everything. This is this is going to be in the 90s. That's what they want, Ryan. <sighs> Why would you want to relive the worst era of WWE? Yeah, the new generation. The, lowest... the new generation era of WWE was absolute dog shit. It was the lowest rated ratings they ever had. Why you wanted to go back to that? Like who? Picked... I mean, God. Yeah. Um, Duke Hudson and Dante Chen. Uh, Chen attacked Hudson before Hudson before the match, but this didn't last long. Hudson won with the powerbomb. I honestly think the only reason they went back to that era, Ryan, is because that's when the Steiners were in WWE. And they're like, well, we got the Steiners, so let's just make it the early 90s. Um, and then we had Josh Briggs oh. helping Brooks Jensen set up a video for his online dating profile. Oh my god, this is just terrible. Um, 
Pete Dunn, Carmel Hayes came out and talked his win over the newly fresh and shaved <laughs> Cameron Grimes. Um, yeah. Um, Pete Dunn walked out and challenged the North American champion to a match next week, which, again, we're building to next week. Um, <laughs> <which Carmel laughs> accepted. Then Cameron Grimes came from behind and attacked Mel Hayes. This set up um, Cameron Grimes versus Trick Williams. And we don't get to see Trick wrestle very often, and uh, we found out why. This was a good match, though. <laughs> um, and uh, Cameron Grimes. You know, I was first on board with NXT 2.0, and I was like, eh, it's not that bad. But goddamn, this was awful. Yes. This was awful. We had the big debut of Nikita Lyons. Oh, goddamn. She came out wearing uh, her best Sonya Blade cosplay. <sighs> Yeah, and she's like, you're going to hear the lion's roar. What is Fuck her gimmick? You. Is her gimmick she, she, she just a, it does everything? She just, because she sings her own song, but she came out doing, like, martial arts. <laughs> she's dressed like Sonya Blade, yet her move is a split leg drop. I mean, she look, she has a nice ass, but what is this? <laughs> I don't know. What is She's this? She's like half, half, half singer, half gymnast, half martial artist, half big power girl. I have no idea. She won with a split. She just sat on her. Yeah. <sighs> she looked good. I mean, she, she didn't look terrible, but I don't get this gimmick. <laughs> Then we had Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Diamond Mind, where we had the newest member of Diamond Mind, Taxim, Tatum Paxley. Oh, I thought I thought that was just a one-time thing. I didn't no, know that she's she was... she's apparently in Diamond Mind. I don't know because well, the other chick kind of won the match by herself. So, <laughs> uh, but Catanzaro and Carter ended up getting the win here. Oh and yeah, move no, on. Get Is win. this the year yeah. they finally win this goddamn Dusty Cup? Maybe, but yeah, they pin the the pin the new chick. Um, and then I guess so. Uh, Guther was called out by Solo Sokola, so that's what Guther gets to do now. Fuck me. Yeah, that's what you get for changing your name. And then we had the main event, number one contender match: Tomaso Champa versus Dolph Ziggler. And of course, Ziggler won. I mean, why would he? I mean. Um, this match ended. Uh, Champo struggled to get back into the ring. He was outside. Um, Champa hit the air raid crash on the apron, which was fucking insane. Champo couldn't get in the ring. Um, a cameraman hit him with a camera from behind. Uh, Ziggler hit him with a super kick to win, and then the cameraman was revealed to be Robert Rude. So and this then, isn't over. So then Braun Breaker came out and cleared the ring. And challenge the two to a tag team match. Guess what? Next week. (laughs) Yeah. Every show, they're just building the next week. Can we build the pay-per-views, please? Yeah, this show was terrible. I This this was bad. I was a big proponent of NAC 2.0, but this week, just oof. This was a tough watch. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's go through NWA real quick. 
Oh yeah, NWA Power. Uh, let me get that pulled up. Let's see. <laughs> NWA Power. We had Jax Dane defeat Eric Jackson. That's the the like most generic name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea Green took on Kinsey Page with Chelsea Green, Green, and Lynch. She's still here. Man, I tell you what, Cardona and Green are wrestling just everywhere now. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Carino and Rhett Titus went on in a two out of three falls match, which I heard was really, really good, uh, with Kobe Carino getting the win after hitting him with a low blow and then hitting him with a rolling elbow. Yeah, they're starting to have a lot better matches on NWA, which yeah. is good. They're not just doing the old school NWA well, style anymore. You said they had better matches. Our main event was Camille defending the world title against Taryn Terrell. Yeah. We had, we had one good match on this show. <laughs> uh, Camille ended up getting the win here. Taryn Terrell, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, that was it. That was foul. never thought you never thought you'd say that name in 2022. Ah, yeah. Um, MLW Fusion. Real quick, we had a six man, well, a six person tag team match. It was Aramis, El Dragon, and a mystery opponent versus Gino Medina, Mindy Abismo Negro, and Ares. The mystery opponent ended up being Mr. St. Laurent came out and introduced Microman. <laughs> he's been every week. He's been building up the announcement saying he's got this huge new star coming in and he's going to take over MLW and it's three foot three Microman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Microman ended up winning with the springboard splash on Gino Medino. I bet Medina feels just great. <laughs> oh my god! Um, that was that match, and then we had Jacob Fatu defeated Matt Kruger, and that was the whole everything that happened on the show. Well, there you go. Did they match any other matches? Fatu like and promos. Oh, uh, we had promos. We had Enzo was gonna. They talked his suspensions up. Um, Casey Navarro had an interview. Um, 5150, uh, Ted, that they're going to wrestle. They're going to take on the Von Eriks. They had a promo. Um, All right. They build up towards Calvin Tankman and Alex Kane as they're going to wrestle eventually. Actually, next week. <laughs> next week on the show, we've got that match, Alex Kane versus Tankman for the NWA National Openweight title. we got the middleweight title on the line as Tajiri, Myron Reed, Matt Cross, and a mystery opponent will battle in a Floyd four-way match, and Casey Navarro will take on Ho-Ho Woon. Well, two of those matches will be good. <laughs> How does Ho-Ho Loon still get built, booked? Like, I don't what? know. All right, two Dynamite. Oh. Real quick, we had the Battle Royal. This was dumb. Red Dragon won. <laughs> <laughs> It's about a royal. They're all the same. Yeah. And hearing, but hearing JR say 
hungry, almost made me throw up in my mouth. I almost <laughs> threw up here in that. I was like, oh, hungry. Good God. <laughs> um, Red Dragon won after um, O'Reilly took out both Silver and Jackson, or whoever it was, who one of the dudes. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Jackson. Yeah. So, yeah. O'Reilly ends up winning this match for Red Dragon. Yeah. So they kind of stabbed the Jacksons, in, the, the Young Bucks in the back. Yes. After the match, Hangman came out. He takes out Red Dragon. Adam Cole comes in, tried to sneak attack him, but Paige caught him. Um, before Paige did his lariat, Red Dragon pulled him out of the ring. Bobby, yada, yada. Then Paige grabbed the mic. They actually had Paige look better than he has been before, so at least, you know, they're trying something. Yeah. Um, MJF came out. This, I don't know what happened here. <laughs> MJF came out and told this huge story um, about how he was picked on in high school with ADHD and CM Punk meant the world to him and all this stuff. Um, it was just dead. nothing. I, I kept expecting like a turn, like, but it was sincere. It felt like, and then Punk walked out afterwards and asked him if it was true. MJF didn't really answer him, and then just left. So where is this leading? I don't know. I assume he's gonna like eventually like turn, but I don't know. I like be like, oh, I gotcha or something. But I don't know how it goes there. Yeah, I don't know. Because this was super emotional and like, I don't know if it was a true story or not, but it felt real. So yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know where this is heading. I don't know what's going to happen. Is this is just trying to duck out of the match, I guess. I don't know. Weird. Uh, Kings of the Black Throne took on Pac and Penta. Um, Black tried to use the mist, but Penta just put his hand over his mouth. <laughs> he ch- choked him with his own mist. And then he pinned him. <laughs> yeah, whoa, I didn't expect that. Alistair Black got pinned. Yeah. Um, from behind, King takes down Penta. And then uh, Black brought a shovel into the fucking ring. It was going to hit it. Lights go off. And then Buddy Matthews is in the ring. The former Buddy Murphy. He looks like he's going to take out Black, but then Matthews hits Pack and joins Black as another member of the Black House, House of Black. <laughs> the Black House. Um, so uh, he had some pretty good knees there, Ryan. What do you think about those knees? Better than Kenny Omega's. I knew you were gonna say that. All right, so let's uh, so let's another see, person, we have? another person has joined AEW that will probably be wrestling on dark in oh, two weeks. <laughs> Um, and then we had the Jericho and Kingston promo. This was whatever it led to him. It's, it was too long. It kept going. Too long. Jericho kept trying. Um, basically, basically, uh, Jericho was being WWE Jericho and was trying to like, yeah, do like a WWE promo. Or something. I don't fucking. Yeah, Jericho. I will admit, Jericho's looking really good. He got himself in pretty good shape again. He didn't have like a big ass gut anymore. <laughs> a lot of people had... are saying he had ab ab implants. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then we had 
a face of the revolution ladder match qualifying match ricky starks versus 10 and i thought for sure i was like oh god we're doing 10 again 10's gonna win this thing because <laughs> we already got three big men let's throw 10 in there too <laughs> um, yeah. but starks won so with a spear i'm sorry but stark shouldn't do <laughs> no i don't know why he does that why is that but, in one of his moves but 10 is getting pushed for some reason I don't know what the fuck why they keep putting him on TV right now, but but Starks wins, so Starks, the FCW champion, joins the ladder match. So two team Taz right. members in the same match. Maybe they'll maybe they'll uh gang up on the rest of them. I don't think either one of them are winning though. So then we had the TBS championship match, the rookie of the year, Jade Cargill defending against the bunny. Oh this was God. probably this was probably Jade Cargill's best match she's had. Like the bunny actually carried her to a decent match. Yeah, decent. Except for the fat fat when she was getting up in the corner and she just let her face in the corner and let Bunny just jump into her. Yeah. And then she didn't kick out in time, so the referee had to not but other than that, yeah, she did good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she didn't kick out in time, so the referee just kind of had to stop counting. That's why they do this because they they call it a shoot. You know, if you don't kick out, yeah. that's on you. <laughs> and WWE shoot have lost her title. <laughs> but, yep. But Jade ended up winning, so she is still champion. And then our main event: Daniel Garcia once again gets a main event match against Brian Danielson. Uh, obviously, Danielson won. I mean, it was good, but I still don't understand why he keeps, you know, Garcia keeps getting these main event matches. Yeah, he's got a weird body style. Like, I, I, he's the same height as Daniel Bryan, as Brian Danielson, but he just looks so much smaller. Every time I see Daniel Garcia, I think cruiserweight. I don't think that yeah. he should be main eventing. I, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. After the match, 2.0 attacked Brian and Danielson. John Moxley came out and took out but, the jobbers very easily. Yeah. Uh, on that note, Adam Cole also is basically a cruiserweight now, too. So Adam Cole's 150 pounds now. So um, and then Garcia tried to hit Moxley with the chair. Danielson stops him. Moxley hit him with the paradigm shift, hit Garcia with the paradigm shift. Danielson said he agreed to a match against Moxley at Revolution. So there you go. There you go. That was it. That was that was dynamite. It was okay. Next week we have another stupid battle right. royal. Let's go to Thursday here, Ryan. Let's go to NXT UK. We had a mall. A Mel. Uh take on Zaya Brookside. Brookside following wrestling. She's got this new heel gimmick that I don't know where it came from. Um she was being cowardly the whole time. A Mel picks up the win. Yeah. Uh, question. Since we're talking NXT UK, we're gonna get into some, some, some real life news here for a second, just for a split second. I ain't gonna linger on this, but there's some real world stuff going on with Russia and Ukraine. Ryan, my question is: the NXT champion right now is from Russia. <laughs> Do you think they take this belt off of him? 
because of what's going on with Russia? I don't think so. That would be it's not his fault. Well, it's not his fault, but they do want to start going in front of fans with with UK. They're going to start doing shows again in front of fans. Do they take a chance that the fans chance stuff? Because it is in Europe. It's not like we're doing it over here in the United States where we don't really care. True. It's in Europe where it's a big deal. Yeah. Do they take a chance of fans chanting at him? And I mean, it isn't his fault that he's Russian. Yeah. But you never know. Well, with that said, next week he is defending the UK title against Nathan Frazier. Yeah. Oh, they surely won't give it to Nathan Frazier, though. I, mean, <laughs> I like how I, he... I, I, I am all for him dropping the belt to somebody, but not Nathan Frazier. I like how you like Nathan Frazier before he came into WWE, and now you fucking you like <laughs> No, 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 now, now, I don't dislike him. I don't dislike him, but he should not be getting a title already. Yeah, I don't know. I... I don't know. I I don't know. It's real world shit, and WWE does seem to sometimes react to real world shit. So I don't know. Maybe I. It is a chance you take with him being Russian and being in front of fans. It is something that you probably have to think about. Yeah, which would suck for him. Yeah, but it also made me wonder if they're still going to do that match in AEW with. Uh, the legit Kayla Hirsch because uh, they were having her versus uh, the alien chick and uh, yeah and they were kind of almost making Kayla the face but I don't I don't know I, I don't know if that's going to change that too yeah. you never know. I, don't know. I mean that feels crazy too because fucking uh the alien says some pretty shit, nasty shit to her. Yeah. Which is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, yeah, you kind of had sympathy for the, for legit. So, I don't know. Yeah, this uh, is, who knows? Um, Rohan Rajah defeated Danny Jones. Again, one of the most basic names I think I've ever heard in my life. Danny Jones. Danny Jones Locker. And then your main event. <laughs> <laughs> Your main event, Mustache Mountain, defending the NXT UK Tag Team titles against Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter. This was a really good match. I thought it was over towards the end. Um, they hit uh, Carter and Smith hit a Doomsday Diamond Cutter, which was fucking <laughs> nuts. Um, but it was broken up towards the end of this match. Um, Bait hit Smith with a left jab, just punches him straight in the face. Seven is on the outside. Bait goes for the pin. Smith gets his foot on the rope, but Trent Seven pushes his foot off the bottom rope before the referee hit three. So Mustache Mountain are still tag team champions, but kind of cheated there towards the end. Hmm. A little bit of a, yeah, because he got the foot on the rope, but before the referee could so see it. Are they going to be heels, or is it just going to be Trent Seven's a heel because he's like, I'm not good enough, so I got to cheat to keep these belts. But Tyler Bate is good enough on his own. Could be a story they're telling there. If it was not WWE. I mean, it is UK, so they are a little bitter about it, but 
I, that could be that could be a cool story if they let it play out. Yeah. Um, and as we say every week with this show, this could have been the last episode ever. You never know of this show. <laughs> I, yeah. When Spence realizes, what the fuck? We have a UK yeah. show. <laughs> all right. Let's see what, what happened with Jay White and all this Bullet Cubs Club stuff here, Ryan. Let's go to Impact. Well, we started off Impact had a tag team match as Trey Miguel and Jake Something teamed up to take on Mike Bailey and Ace Austin um, with Bagman Fulton. Um, and uh, yeah, Madman Mike Bailey and Ace Austin defeated Trey and Jake by Ace pinning Jake Something. So there you go. I don't know where that's All headed. Right. New number one contender loses already. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Uh, Moose kicks off, comes out, and uh, <laughs> you know we've been asking where he's been. Oh, he's back. Um, apparently he had COVID. Um, uh, but he's whatever. Moose makes fun of his family. They start brawling, and Nathan, your main event, first no, first sacrifice, is Moose versus Heath. For the what the world. hell? All right, I take it back a lot of the stuff I said. Um, impact, what the fuck? And that show, Nathan, is next week. I know. it's Yeah, maybe that's why they don't care, because it's a – why do you even have it? Like, if you're not going to care enough to book a title match like that, yeah, why even have this show? Do you want to go, Nathan? It's in Louisville. It's tempting <laughs> just to see the, how shitty it is. <laughs> <coughs> and then we had Matt Cardona versus Jordan Grace in a dot Again? combat. This, this was a dot combat match for the oh, Digital Media okay. Championship, which basically means no disqualifications. Ah. Uh, you know, Impact, they, they had me. For three weeks, they had me. And now they're losing me. Well, God damn it. Keep this, match, together. this match started with Grace hitting Cardona over the head with a DVD player. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cardona hit Grace with a keyboard. Um, they they used, took this digital media thing a little too literally here. They used a selfie stick. Um, they had they use Grace powerbomb Cardona into a pile of cell phones. Was this booked by Vince McMahon? Like, take everything as literal as you can. Um, Grace went for a low blow, uh, but Cardona was wearing a cup. Um, once he takes out the cup, then she hit him with the low blow. <laughs> but then, um. Grace ends up losing as Cardona sends Grace into the steel chair in the corner and then rolls her up. Oh, wait, we had a normal weapon? Yeah, that steel chair. Co Cardona rolled her up and held the ropes to retain the title. Oh, Can my God. Maybe. John Skyward defeat, or John Skyward took on Bapinder Gujar. Um, and John Skyward, who just came into this company, by the way. Loses to the other guy who just came into this company. So Gujar gets the win here. Huh. 
So why would you book this match? I don't know. Um, Matt Brian Myers had his own commentary desk and was doing commentary for this match. Afterwards, W Morrissey attacked him, so I assume they're probably going to wrestle at Sacrifice or whatever the fuck. Yay! Then we had Diana Perrazzo defending the Triple A title against Lady Frost. Uh, Lady Frost open answered the challenge. I guess she's doing an open challenge every week too. We got open challenges galore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, Diana Perrazzo ends up getting the win, of course. Uh, Jay White came out for his interview. Um, he talked about he had to do as the leader of the Bullet Club. He had to do what is best interest of the group, and so he got rid of the dead weight known as Gucci So it was the basic. You're dead weight. We don't need you. Shit. So, since when is he the leader? I didn't know he was the leader, but apparently he is. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, Jay White is wrestling for no reason at all at Sacrifice. <laughs> Alex Shelley. <laughs> Alex Shelley's not... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What the? And the good brothers. Alex the- Shelley has. All right, so Alex Shelley has not been an impact. <laughs> yeah. In fucking almost a year and a half. Yeah. Now he comes back just to wrestle Jay White. What? And he said that he wasn't coming back. Like he he left because he thought they thought he was like done from wrestling. Like he wasn't gonna wrestle anymore. Then he started wrestling in freaking ROH for some reason. Then on the independence, his tag team partner has been teaming with random people because his partner hasn't been around. Now his partner comes back and is wrestling in a singles match. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris Saban. I guess he hates you. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then Eric Young came out and demanded they get their owed Impact World title shot. So they said that'll happen um, at the pay-per-view. And then the girl is a destiny came out as well. So who knows what the fuck? <sighs> uh, Jonah defeated Zicky Dice. Um, after this match, Gail Kim came out. <laughs> I guess Gail Kim's the general manager now or some shit. Uh, Gail Kim stopped Jonah backstage, told him that he had to stop beating up his opponents after the match. I want to tell you something. And then Jonah said he wants the match against PCO, and so that said that'll happen at the paper. Hmm. Jonah versus PCO. Yeah. So Gail Kim's in it. Authority figure, I I guess because then she has her she has her own office, so apparently so. Um, Chelsea Green, um, Tasha Steeles and Chelsea Green will wrestle next week, making it a number one contenders match. So apparently, yeah, apparently Gail Kim's in charge. I thought Scott Demore was in charge. <laughs> apparently, Gail Kim's now in charge. Um, and then we had a six-man tag as Taven Bennett and King took on Swan, Mac, and speaking of Saban, Chris Saban. Um, 
Yeah, he no- doesn't get the team with his actual partner, but he gets the team with these guys. Um, honor no more, end up getting the win. And then Eddie Edwards walked out and explained his actions next week uh, about why he turned on Team Impact. Not this week, next week. Um, Eddie came out and said that I don't even know why. I. <laughs> he said it's his family. Yeah. He said that I don't know more have identified a corruption, a cancerous growth of dishonor in the pro wrestling industry, and he wants to expose it. Uh-huh. He talked about the forbidden door, uh, and he said that Kenny Omega winning the Impact World title. He said he waited for his shot, and he never got it. So it's a typical, I didn't get what I want, so blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. He said that he didn't turn his back on Impact. He's simply t- walking away from the people that turned their back on him. Mm-hmm. Impact lost me this week. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, oh, my God. This sounds like a fantastic clusterfuck of shit happening on that company. Yeah, right. I thought they were headed. Every time you think they're heading somewhere and they're going to start doing big things, they find a way to mess it up. But we went a little long. I didn't know we were going to go this long this week, but it's okay. Um, we had a couple of interviews to review and everything. So uh, <laughs> I think that's going to do it. Yep. Ending on a high note there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you missed the other two episodes this week, sports or video games, uh, scores or save points, go ahead and check those out. Those are pretty fun episodes. We discuss a lot of cool things next week. We will be doing on this program. We will be doing predictions for Revolution. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, and obviously we'll be doing save points and scores as well next week. So, scores is going to be a good one because MLB maybe may uh, done. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting. <laughs> they pretty much set a deadline, and I don't know if it's going to. They're going to meet it. So. Thank you for joining us. As always, we appreciate you. Follow the TikTok, the Twitter, or the YouTube. Sabri, ENT. For Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later. <laughs>